It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Bessie? Yes, Mommy, can I go ice skating? You've been down at Susie Elwin's all day. Yes, and I had the most wonderful time. You know what, Mommy? This was the most wonderful snowman we could have had him in, in everything. Where were you when I called down there? I don't know. We went over to Barbara Hales for a while. You went all the way down to Hales without telling me? We didn't go down the road. We went across the field where they're building those new houses. You are not to go all the way down to Hales without telling me after this. You've been told that. And you are not going ice skating until you have made your bed and picked up your room. Oh, Mommy, Barbara and Susie are waiting for me. I don't care. You scooted out of the house this morning without making your bed, and you know what I've told you. But this is my vacation. Well, it's not a vacation from making your bed or picking up your room. Now, you get upstairs and do it. Why didn't you make it this morning? I don't know. I didn't think of it. When I don't make it, you generally make it for me anyhow. Well, that's what I do, and I guess that's been my mistake. In the future, you will make it when you get up. But if I'm late and I stop to make my bed, then I'll miss my school bus, and you'll have to drive me to school. Well, if you're late, your bed will stay unmade all day, and you will make it when you get home from school. Now, I don't like unmade beds, but I'll just close the door to your room so I don't have to look at it. Susie Elwin doesn't have to make her bed. I don't care what Susie does or doesn't have to do, Betsy. Now, I'm concerned with you. Now, I've had it. I'm going to have a talk with your father when he gets home, and there's going to be a change around here. You needn't glower at me. You may go ice skating after you make your bed and pick up your room. Just a minute, just a minute. Where are you going, young lady? Ice skating. You said I could after I made my bed and picked up my room, and I did. Well, you just pick up your things that you've left lying around downstairs here, too. Oh, Susie and Barbara are waiting for me. You have a wet overshoe in one corner of the hall, another in the middle of the floor, a scarf hanging on the banister, wet mittens on the hall bench, a sweater on the living room sofa, 
A jacket on the stairway, just thrown there, also. You said I could go ice skating. Also on the coffee table, there are pencils and crayons and papers and one of your tap shoes. It'll be dark. I won't even have a chance to go ice skating. And you said I could after I made my bed and I picked up my room, and I did. You'll pick up the rest of your things, too. Now, well, I have just had all my good... What's going on? Daddy! Now, you needn't appeal to your well, father. What on earth is going on? I come home and find the two of you yelling at each other? Mommy said I could go ice skating after I made my bed and picked up my room, and I did. Made your bed in the afternoon? Why didn't you make your bed this morning? I forgot, but I made it now. She scooted out of the house this morning, and she's been down at Susie's all day. Then she comes dashing in, dumps her wet play clothes all over the place, and wants to rush out again to go ice skating. Now, I think she should pick up her things. Well, I do, too. I mean, you have left sort of a mess, Betsy. However, Mommy, look, if she doesn't go ice skating now, it'll be dark. If she promises to pick things up when she comes back, could she just... Oh, all right, all right, all right. I tried all right, oh, look, you heard just... your mother do as she says. Oh. But now, I don't want any whining. Now, you pick things up. And after she goes ice skating, you and I better have a little talk. You and I? Yeah, yes. all right. Okay, okay. Now, look. To begin with, you can't be nagging at kids every minute. I know that. I don't like to be unpleasant. But am I asking too much, really? She is eight and a half. Now, all she is asked to do is to make her bed in the morning, keep her room picked up, and not to clutter up the living room with things that should be kept upstairs in her room anyhow. Now, she has a desk of her own up there. Yeah, I know, I know. But after all, I mean, she's not as messy as some children, and it is her home. Well, it's our home, too, dear. And I work hard trying to keep it looking nice, and I spent the whole day practically picking up after the party last night. Yeah, I know. Somebody burned the top of that end table. Left a oh, cigarette no. on the edge. Look at it Where? right there. Right there. Look at that. Isn't that oh, sickening? pup. He said, no. who was it? I don't know. It just makes Thank me God, sick. I'd like to know I'd make him pay Somebody for it. left an evening bag and a pair of men's gloves. Uh-huh. A Any comp- money in it? We can pay for the table. <laughs> a pair of men's gloves and a compact and two hankies. I think. I can't oh, remember what else. jolly. Hey, we've made quite a haul, yeah. though, huh? Anyhow, I work hard to keep our home looking nice, dear, and I think Betsy should help. I really do. Yeah, I know. You know what I was thinking? I was uh, She'll be growing up fast enough, anyhow, honey. Maybe the day's going to come when both Betsy and Bobby will be gone, you know, school or married, and the two of us will be sitting here in a nice, tidy house wishing there were some toys lying around. Well, that may, that? Yes, I have. Yes, I have, and that may... May well be, but I don't think we should look at it that way. I really don't. Now, for Betsy's own good, I think she should be taught some definite discipline. Well, Betsy's not a difficult child. <sighs> I know that, dear, but isn't there some way she can be taught? There are a few things she has to do without having this constant battle about it. Well, just make her do it. <laughs> make her do it. I love the way... I try to, dear. You come home and say maybe she can go out if she promises to pick them up when she gets back. Now, I mean, I'm helpless if you just reverse my decision. Parents have to stand together. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. I really was. You're, you're right. Well, okay, look. Let's make out a list or a schedule or whatever you want to call it, and that's what Betsy has to do. That's all. I think we should make a list and a schedule. All right. All right. I'll get a paper and pencil. We'll, we'll get organized here. Now, let's see. Make her bed. Pick up her room. What else? Well, I feel that she should feed the dog, for one thing. Now, when we got Brownie last year, she begged and begged to have a dog. Oh, yes, she'd feed him every day. She'd take all the care of him if she could only have... How long did that last? Two days. And she never once cleaned up after that dog. Not once. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. 
Yes, you got all the work housebreaking. Yes, I did. Well, you're right, honey. She should be made to feed him. There's no reason why she shouldn't have some definite chores to do around here. Okay, feed the dog. When? Well, I've been feeding him at noon, but she's in school, so we could change his schedule. I don't think it'll upset him. He could be fed at dinner time, our dinner time, or just before we sit down to eat. That'll be yeah, yeah. Of course, I think there ought to be other things that she could help you with. Now that Aunt Effie isn't here, what about vacuuming and dusting? She could do that before she goes to school in the morning. Run no, the vacuum around. No. Sure. No, no. Run the vacuum around the living room. No, and no, dust no. And... I don't expect that of her, dear. Besides, she certainly hasn't time for that in the morning, anyhow. Well, all right. She can do it when she gets home after school. No, then. no. I don't expect her to clean the house, dear. I really don't. Well, she should have some chores around this house. I, I, I believe in that. Boy, I tell you something. When I was a kid, I did. I think it gives a child a sense of responsibility, a sense of contributing to the family. She could certainly set the table every night for dinner for you. In fact. I thought she did start doing that and enjoyed it. Mm, she did, months ago. She enjoyed it for three days. And then I got tired of calling to her and dragging her out to do it. It was easier to do it myself, or else Aunt Effie did, you know. Yeah, now you see that that's where you're wrong. I know, I know I am. All right. But children nowadays seem different than when I grew up. I always set the table for Mother. I never thought anything of it. It was my job, and I did it. I never had to be nagged at to practice my piano lessons. Mother said she'd paid good money for them, and if I didn't practice, I, I, I couldn't take them anymore. All know? right, why don't you tell Betsy that? I did. And she said, good, I don't like to practice anyhow. <laughs> well, I don't think well why do you try to push her then? Because she'll be glad, dear, when she grows up that she can play. And the truth is she really likes to play, and she likes music. You know, it's Now, look, it's really tell you something. Form. All kids hate to practice. Instead of calling it practicing, why don't we just put down that she must play the piano? that we are allowing her to play the piano 15 <laughs> minutes a day or, or right. whatever it is. All right, huh? all right. She should be down for breakfast by 7.30. Bed made. Yeah. Breakfast over by 8 o'clock and then put piano. Just put piano. Piano. She can play that until it's time for her school bus at 8.30. Yeah. Now, that's allowing time to get her overshoes and coat yeah. on. Okay. Now, oh, hey, what about she can empty waste baskets, too, huh? That can be one of her responsibilities. Well, frankly, I wish she'd keep an eye on Bobby when I'm trying to get dinner. She ought to be in, in the house anyhow. It's dark by five. You know, okay, do take that. care of Bobby at five o'clock. Well, if we plan dinner every night promptly at six, you'll be home and you can watch Bobby while Betsy feeds the dog and sets the table. I think that would be... Me? Well, dear, she can't do everything, you know. Oh, that's when I like to relax and read the paper. I mean, putting Betsy on the schedule ought to make things easy for us, not harder. All right, all right, all right. I'll take care of Bobby at 5.30. Of course, putting Betsy on a schedule is one thing. Making her stick to it is quite another. You Not know. at all. Look, we'll get this organized. I'll, I'll type it up. We'll put a copy in her room. We'll put another copy on the bulletin board in the kitchen. And when Betsy gets in from ice skating, I will simply lay the law down. And that is final. <laughs> Now, there is your schedule, Miss Betsy, pinned right on the back of your bathroom door. There's another one on the bulletin board in the kitchen, and I expect you to follow it exactly. You understand? In the future, neither your mother nor I will have to tell you what to do. There it is, and you are expected to follow it. Okay? Yes. All right. Any questions? You've got 3.30, empty waste basket. Yes, that's right. I, I think it's time you helped your mother a bit, a bit more around here than but you But I been... don't always get home at 3.30. Sometimes the bus is late. Well, it means whatever time you get home from school. But on Tuesdays, I have brownies, and I don't get home until 4.30. And on Fridays, I have my music lesson at 4.45, and I don't get home until 6. 
When do I feed the dog on Friday? I can't feed him in a quarter to six if I'm not here. Oh, well, I... Then do I empty the wastebaskets before I set the table or what? Uh, well, let's see. Let, let me look at this again. And I... on Thursdays, I have my dancing lesson at five. Am I supposed to take Bobby to dancing school? Please. I'm just asking. Yeah. For heaven's sake, I thought, according to the schedule, one of you is supposed to be down here keeping an eye on Bobby while I'm in the kitchen getting dinner. What time is it? He crawled out to the kitchen, pulled the cloth off the kitchen table, and spilled the sugar bowl all over the floor. I put him in his playpen, but it seems to me that somebody says quarter to six. Betsy? Well, that's you, Daddy. You're supposed to look after Bobby. Oh. I have to feed Brownie and set the table. So I guess you have to sweep up the sugar, don't you? What do you mean I have to sweep up the sugar? It says on the schedule, taking care of Bobby means watching him every minute and being responsible for anything he gets into. Well, that means when you watch him. You're, you're to watch him and not television. I will sweep up the sugar. You go down and set the table, will you, Betsy? You don't have to tell me anymore, Mommy. We have schedules in school. I like them. They're fun. <laughs> Brownie, Brownie. Nice. He's certainly taking Brownie. it better than I thought. Well, it's got to be changed already. We forgot to allow for music and for dancing and brownies, which throws emptying wastebaskets off schedule. Then my late Wednesday, which puts dinner off schedule, which throws her bath off schedule. Unless she bathes before... No, I don't think she should bathe before dinner. I don't think she should come to the dinner table in her bathrobe. That's another thing. I think we should have a night when we dress up for dinner so she learns proper table manners. That's another thing we've got to, got to teach her, dear. Well, you work on the schedule, honey. I, I've got to get dinner. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, boy, bringing up kids. Now, let's see. If the Friday waste baskets can be emptied on Saturday, then the door can be... Bed at ten after six. It's a fact. Americans just don't stay put like they used to. We keep uprooting ourselves, many of us, transplanting ourselves and our families. What is the effect of these large population shifts? How do they influence our national traditions and institutions? These and similar questions will be examined in the third of this season's Hidden Revolution series. Here, 20th Century Nomads, next Tuesday, January 5th, on most CBS radio stations. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenta. This is Stuart Metz speaking. <laughs> <laughs>